What's up, Bob Tribe? Okay, so this is going to be a totally different one about the path of enlightenment. Because I truly believe that I am enlightened. Um, and if you're chasing after it, <laughs> um, how you get there, right? And when I say enlightened in my sense, I'm going to say that the awakening process has so many levels of mastery. And then you become your enlightenment process. So I'm not saying that I am Buddha, but I get, I get it. Um, and how quickly it comes to you and how um, seldomly it comes to you is, how do I explain to you? You'll get bits and pieces of it along the way. Like you'll feel these feelings of it. And it'll go away. And, um, You'll have to go deeper and deeper and more sacrifice and more, um, you know, this is a real process. And I'm doing this one today and it was just going to be very um, direct. But I want to give you a little bit of understanding because when you're going through it with attachments to 3D realities, um, it's tricky. So what am I saying? You all know I... I have an ex and the entire time of the relationship, you know, and still to this day, I let it with love. You know, she went to a, a drug relationship, same vibration, same thing, just, and she's still there. Um, the pro, like she hasn't changed out of that vibration. Now the things I'm going to be telling you might contradict a little bit because in this process, right, of becoming to create your own reality. Like you really are creating your own reality. Now controlling your own reality is a little bit different. Um, you know, I'm still dealing with an ex who is very manipulative. Um, I am very open. So I am very loving. And sometimes I'm telling you this story because it might be a test. You know, every time I would let her back in, I went through lack cycles, but I figured out the lack cycles, guys. I created the lack cycle. The content kind of created the lack cycle because I was going through so much coat and cut. Like, if you go through Tony Robinson's story enough time, you might find yourself in Tony Robinson's story when you don't have anything. If you understand the way it all works, people, with the programming, be careful what stories you jam in your head. <laughs> all right? Um, that's why it tells you... You know, forget what you know the first time. Then we learn. Then you have to forget it all again and learn again. Because now you get to, once you realize, realize that you're like a supercomputer, now you can shut off all the poor content, right? And now we, we can start the upload content of the wealthy, abundant. And what's that upload look like, right? That upload looks like, well, when you find out your purpose for me, it's coaching, it's speaking, I don't need to do much on the whole speaking side, right? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, talking to the podcast, talking to Facebook and boosting my posts. And I'm going to let my speaking career take off that way. I'm going to join Toastmasters. I'm going to take the action steps that I have to to make the speaking part happen. This is how you manifest. Like, don't think that you're just going to woof, voila stuff into your life, right? It doesn't work that way. Um, but there are tests. Now... I know I'm creating my reality because the people who have come into it, when you read the book, when you really look at it for piece to piece, the things that you're not seeing right now, like when I really have time to really just sit and breathe and go back, 
um, and, and show you all the story of how the manifestation process worked for me. But I am to a point where, look, for 19 months now, I've had this ex that is just, she's party mom. And I try to see it out of my mind, and I don't know why, if we are creating a reality, why she's not shifting. Now, I do understand that, right? We are all one. We're all collected. Um, but we're all kind of co-created, right? This is, this is the only part I'm still a little bit off on because at the end of the day, when you really get deep and you have your deepest knowings, you're going to realize it. It's just you, right? And uh, <laughs> The rest of it is a creation, right? And that's the reason why in my life with the inner vibration I have, and I know my life is getting better and I just have to go deeper and deeper and deeper and keep just getting softer and just more love and more love and more love. But everything is shifting. I went from being a guy who used to drink a lot and party with people who fought. Don't get me wrong. It was a fun atmosphere, but it was a different level of an atmosphere. Now where I'm moving to now, I'm having a lot more fun with people. There's no alcohol involved. I'm hanging out with people who like shoot to cover for Rolling Stones all my friends are artists. Like these are all people doing things, going places. They have pretty good vibrations, right? And we're bringing more and more people in because now we're starting the house of I am over here at my loft. Um, I didn't tell you all this part yet. I met a guy named uh, Zeke, right? That's not his real name. We'll get into that later. But he's a spiritual dude. He's amazing. He's a great dancer, great cook, and he was right and aligned with, he was already doing it, he was already selling THC-infused food, which I have been getting into because I see the, 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 the value of the, um, the benefits people get from it, but not just that, like I see just the value of what we could do with that type of abundance as a tribe. So me and him, I let him move into my loft. So I got a roommate now, guys. And um, I, all I did was ask God to send the people to me. So now I got my piano teacher. I got my, um, I got my chef, right, putting businesses together. Things are coming together now, right? I got my window tint business. This thing's doing good. I got money coming in for that. I have people who want to invest in it. I haven't even taken an investment on it. I just, you know, it's one of them things I'm just... Right now in this process, I'm trying to be totally detached. And that's why I'm going to go back to the story because my ex who, you know, right around Corona, who was living in a very 3D world, I knew it was going to have a lot of issues. So even though if you've been following me, you know, I stepped up as a dad pretty much the whole time since I've been back in Georgia. But this last 100 and what, 12 days now, I've pretty much been full-time go dad. You know, I... I didn't mind it in the beginning because Carla, Carla's good at gaslighting me with spiritual content. <laughs> like, it took me four times to get it, but I keep thinking that she's awakening and she's very just, I created a tricky one, right? But see, now I'm starting to see the creation because the universe wants me to learn responsibility and it hurts me to do what I have to do right now, but I want to talk to my audience because you know how I led this whole situation, and if anybody else is in my in my in my process point, right? Like if you're going through the X, and if you are spiritual, and if you are going through the same exact thing I'm going through, and you hear this, maybe you can help me. Like, were you able to just heal the situation, and did they fully waken up? Like every time I see Carla going through this, this like it looks like like she's getting it, and she's talking like me, but 
then it's like I get gaslit because the last thing was we were going to rent a house together or she could move in the loft because she wasn't paying her rent over at her place. And I know with a 3D mentality, she's not going to dig that out. I was nine grand in the hole at my place. I didn't care. I didn't give two craps. I knew how the process works. It's the reason why if you're listening to me, you can bend the rules, guys. Don't be afraid to play. Um, I tell everybody that now. Just play the damn game. Like, play the game of life. As long as you're having your vibrations high, I heard it in life coaching books and, and stuff, and they were like, yeah, man, I just kept playing the game. See, see what I could get away with. That's the point I'm at in the game now. But um, it's breaking my heart a little bit because Carla hasn't helped me out, like, financially at all. Um, and she knew about the behind in bills and stuff she actually instead of being empathetic about it because i really did go behind for just being so spiritual and just being a dad you know i really went behind because of my spirituality i went behind knowing that it doesn't matter like i was testing everything i learned in books so i knew i could surrender for my kids and be a full-time dad and i knew that the point was to surrender for my kids parents that is the point of your life once you have children you 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 have the choice of awakening right there. You can surrender to your children. And what that means is you have to become your best self in that moment right away. If you have bad habits, anything, and most parents won't do this because you don't know about the zero to seven law, right? Once you know the zero to seven law, it changes the game. So once I found out about the zero to seven law, I had to change the game. And that's the reason why I'm playing the game the way I am right now. Now, for 19 months, Knowing I was learning what I was learning, I knew that I could help my kids out in the future to pull out the limiting beliefs, to pull out the blocks, and to change the vibration. Because I know most of their vibration is still my vibration. But the problem is there's still a vibration that they're connected to, which is their mother, which is fine. I can bridge that. I can balance it. I do it all day. Trust me. Does it raise my emotions sometimes? I have to deal with my kids? Yes. But hey, it's a part of the game. That's why it's called evolving, evolution. That's the reason why you're becoming a surrender to your children. Because if you pay attention to them enough, they're going to show you the last bits of the pieces of the puzzle. What people don't get, like when you really pay attention to your kids, they're creating you because I created my dad, right? I made Joe Kaiser. Joe Kaiser was my creation to make me Eric Kaiser to get me exactly to where I am, just like you created your parents. So I know that's why I smile that my beautiful children are creating me. So they're creating me because my son and daughter are both enlightened beings because they're bringing me into the path of enlightenment. You see how that works? It's so beautiful when you really understand it. And you really look at your kids and you can learn so much. So then you go, oh my God, they're enlightened already. So they... Like, all right, they want to play. Like, don't get me wrong. My kids will eat ice cream. They'll eat non-vegan stuff. I want them to play because now I see who they are. And they're two little enlightened beings who, who want to experience. So that's the reason why I dedicated my entire life to my children. I got a loft that they can play and party in. And I just asked God to give me the things that I needed for my kids. I really did. And it's really that simple. And to have an ex for 19 months of trying to just kind of teach, kind of kick me in the teeth over and over and over. And I mean kick me in the teeth, people, over and over and over. I was nice, loved, kicked, loved, kicked, loved, kicked, loved, kicked, loved, kicked. And it wasn't love like penis vagina. It was knowing who she is and loving her more for her being who she is and understanding that it still is my duty, right, to control this situation because she's my creation. So how do you control your creations, right? Well, you let them run for a while. You let them, you let them go get beat up and you, you let them do the dumb shit that they have to do if they're still behaving in that manner, right? 
Now, me and Carla, I got to experience firsthand. I awoke and while I was in a marriage. So for people who are going through this, I can tell you firsthand, if you're in the toxic one and they're already crazy and you already think they hate you, it's about to get worse. So you might want to get yourself out, right? Carla was very toxic, very violent, but she was a mirror of who I used to be. Now, don't get me wrong. When I met Carla, I don't, like, I was never that. Like, wow. Like, I created that to really wake my ass up, to really make me <sighs> reap what I sowed, people. Like, I told her that today. You know, we have to reap what we sow, and sometimes we create some pretty nasty creations to really give it to us. And that's what I did, and that's who Carl is, and that's why it's my duty to step up and do the right thing. And now the universe, all of a sudden, and I guess it's because of we're really close, people. This split's about to happen. I don't know if you're paying attention, but long story short, a woman who is picking partying every day over her children, um, a thing that I did, right? And I already forgive her for it because I was 30. And I need y'all's help here. You know, um, she doesn't help out financially. She doesn't ask us if we need anything. She doesn't call. She works seven minutes away from my from my loft. She gets breaks. Um, she just doesn't try. And then all of a sudden, you know, she now she's getting a day off and she wants to pick up the kids. And here's my dilemma, people. Um, you know, after the last incident where I was going to give her my loft for free, right? See, I... I know how to create. I see the things. I know the loft has turned into a business. It's going to pay all its own bills. And I knew I could give it to her. Like I, I, I knew this. And all she had to do is move in one side for a little while. But the problem is when people are in ego, number one, they're scared. But number two, they don't want you to see them. She doesn't want me to really see what's going on. <laughs> and that scares me even more. And she doesn't understand that. And her ego is really always trying to make other people feel bad. So she is already today... Went back to the past of my exes. And, you know, once people start doing that, remember, don't let them let you relive that. Don't let them, don't don't relive that that stuff. Remember, you did all that, teach you a lesson. You learn your lesson once you're aware and awake. Like, you learned it. Don't beat yourself up. I've beat myself up a lot in this process. Then I realized that I was enlightened. And I was like, oh, oh, so that's how it works. All right, I got to give it to y'all real quick. I don't know why nobody gives it to you this way. Uh, maybe it just took a really common guy to give it a common description of enlightenment. Um, since it seems like nobody can really explain it. I had one spiritual teacher in a book explain it as he was meditating. And most people are meditating. He was meditating and then he heard a dog bark and a bird chirp at the same time. And he made the realization that, boom, he was creating it all. He walked around his house. He looked at things in his house. He's like, oh, I am that. He looked at the washing machine. And he looks at something else. He's like, oh, I am that. And he looks at his wife. And he's like, oh, I am her. And I'll explain it to you. Um, see, there's different levels of enlightenment, different masteries, different steps. You're never done. This game's never over. That's why it's an amazing ride, right? You don't ever die, people. Like, it's an illusion. So once you get to this part in the physical... Then when you start reincarnating again, like, Lordy, just think about it. But, you know, once you get full enlightenment, you, I can make the uh, conscious decision to go do something else instead of floating around this drama planet. But listen, people, it's simple. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the bike lock story again if I haven't. I've given it to a lot of people, damn it. But that's the day that it hit me and I became enlightened. <laughs> 
And uh, I started to giggle. And I started to laugh. And I started to look at my life and I started going, oh my God, yes, yes, okay. And there's a certain person who, who's listening to this podcast um, who is turning out to be kind of a special person. I can feel that. Like, if you're listening, I can feel it. And just to let you know, the first time I ever saw your picture, I thought about it. The rest of the listeners can think about that for a second. Because when you see what me and this person do, maybe it'll spark you into getting your process rolling because you'll look at my life and go, you know what? Man, look at the adventure that guy had. And look where he's at now. And look, he straight told us that all he did was thought about it. Look, people, if I never thought about being a public speaker, if I never thought about being a coach, if I never, none of this shit would have happened. I wouldn't be sitting right here right now telling you that, that, that the key to being enlightened is to know that you're creating at all times and that your inner healing heals the world. It heals everybody. It heals everything. You are the healer, right? If you look up master number 11, which I am, it'll tell you I am a healer. That's why I do what I do. And there's so many other people, and it's so great to meet other spiritual people. Listen, I have really dark, scary spiritual people in my life, like dark as shit. But they will talk to me like they think that they're Archangel Michael. Now, do I dismiss it? No. I pay attention. I pay attention very, very well. Because, number one, he very well could be Archangel Michael. I don't know. He could be Archangel Michael under the influence of a lot of drugs, but he very well could be Archangel Michael. But anyway, all right, I'm going to give it to you. Um, I'm just filling you in on my life because it's just so damn interesting. I can't wait to write about it. Um, and I can't wait to see this woman in person. Lordy. Um, anyway, let's get back to it. The bike lock story. And it's going to make sense to you. I was riding my bike. I noticed my lock was gone. I remember the last place I went. I said, let me go get that lock. I'm pretty good at always finding things I lose. Like, if I drop my wallet, I'll find it. Even if it's in the street, I'll find it. My intuition will say, yo, you've lost something. Go get it. So I was turning around to get this bike lock, and I was riding. And I was coaching myself and, you know, going over everything I've learned. And I was like, hold up, dude. What are you doing? (laughs) I stopped my bike. And I said, all right. We're going to the fifth dimension. We're going to love. But we are the creation of this. We have to create it. We have to be it. We have to be the light. We have to let other people see us shine. Us shining will wake other people up. I see all this stuff happening in my own life. So, of course, I keep doing it more and more and more. And more and more and more. And more and more and more. Um, And it dawns on me. We are the dimensions. Okay, people? You're the dimension. To unlock the next dimension, you have to unlock the next health. The problem is there are ties to to the other dimensions, right? There's ties. But as long as you keep leading with love, right, everything will work out. So the bike lock story was simple. I thought about it. I said, if I wouldn't seal off anybody, right, I don't have that vibration. Why would anybody ever steal off me? Why would I even vibrate? Why would a thief be in the place that I'm at when I'm taking my bike? Why would they steal off me? It would never happen. This is my world, bitch. And guess what? Now I park a $2,000 bicycle everywhere with no lock, no chain, no nothing. Why? Because as I started to think about the process and make sense of it all, then I went even deeper. 
I said, oh, now I see how this reality worked. So the bike lock, right? The bike lock is a tool. And it's actually a tool to create the theft. All right? Stay with me. The thief who might be a little bit mentally disturbed as a child, he might be going through things, isn't a bad person. He just needs help. He needs to change. The thief is going to look at all the things in this world that are used to take things first, right? So bolt cutters are a common thing used to take a bike lock off. So if you have a bike lock on your bike, you are going to bring the vibration of the bolt cutters. The vibration of bolt cutters are not coming with the construction, man. They're coming with the thief who's going to steal your freaking bike. So you want to cut your damn lock and take your bike, right? All because you vibrated, right, with the, with the bolt cutters. Your bike was vibrating with the thief. So that's why the thieves find the bikes like that. Now, um, you might say, well, what if you park your bike next to a bike that has a lock? Right? Well, in my belief pattern, a thief is going to come up and he's still going to not take my bike because he's going to look at it and go, what the fuck? Why ain't that bike locked? I ain't getting on that shit. That's one of them police bikes. Fuck that. See how that works? This is my world, people. Right? This is my world. I create it. Once you learn how to navigate it, you navigate it. Did you realize that you could talk to everything? Everything, you can talk to the dirt, you can talk to anything made, anything solid, anything that is exactly like you. You're physical, they're physical, you can talk to it. Now, is a leaf going to talk back to you? No. But it'll know that you're speaking to it. And it'll know that <laughs> you get it. And once you get it, get it, you can start speaking to everything. So once you start getting your vibration that high and you start speaking to everything, you can, you can speak anything into your existence. Anything anything <laughs> and uh a lot of people try to do this and where it gets tainted at and why my process has been effing amazing is that i didn't just get pulled through the spiritual tunnel i got pulled through all the tunnels at one time i got downloaded with all the information all the useful stuff at one time to become very very abundant and i think the universe did that because I play a big part in the next role of this planet. I've always been a type of person to bring people together. Um, my coaching practice, I'm being told to bring together 11 people. These are all things I'm doing and I'm putting these prices on it not to like, you know, I don't want anybody to ever look at coaches and like, when they tell you that they charge 25 grand or 100 grand, don't ever look at that like they're trying to steal from you, ever. They're trying to change you quickly because that that's what it takes i'm sorry that's what it takes i've tried to help so many people for free and that's what it takes and it's crazy with all the people getting stimulus money like recently i i had a guy catch one of my videos on facebook he hit me up he's deep deep as shit like he's almost there and the problem is he smokes cigarettes he has no self-love and um we're talking i was like dude I'll, I'll help you any which way i can right and, you know, thinking that the guy was dead broke because he's talking about how he don't work, how he doesn't do this, how he doesn't do that. And I'm good with that. I'm okay with helping broke people. Like, that's what I do. But the second that you might tell me that you have $10,000, I can't, I can't do it no more. And that's not my fault. But the weird thing was the dude was all about talking to me until the second I said, hey, man, you might want to invest in this. Like, you might... Because he did drop. He was like, dude, after I watched your video, I thought you were going to be like one of them guys who are going to ask me for money. I'm like, nah, dude, like if you don't have it, like 
why would I ask you for it? <laughs> Come on, people. Like, what else do you need from people, right? So anyway, but he got very weird. And it's an old program, guys. Um, don't get weird. Like, I'm going to spend millions, millions on personal development. Millions. Millions. Because, you know, you can never just get the message perfect, right? You can never just, you know, it just, you know, I guess... When you got to see how bad you could be, right? And how crazy you could be. What's the next challenge, right? For me, it's how good can I be, right? How much can I love somebody? How much can I make somebody just feel so special every single day of their lives? That's the things I think that give me goosebumps. I get warm feelings. I get joy. Like love, right? And you can carry that love through your whole entire family. If you wake up every day and you treat your wife that way, the little thing you don't understand about this reality is she's going to treat you that way. As people were programmed to think that, you know, we can't love somebody that way because they won't love us back the same way. But they will. And everybody in your existence, like even my ex-wife, she didn't love me the way I needed to be loved because I didn't love her the way she needed to be loved. And at the time of union, I did not love myself whatsoever. Not at all. So I created a very, very messy situation. So basically where I'm at, people, and I'll get back to that part one more time, is that I pretty much am denying my kids leaving my custody, not my care, just my custody. Like, um, right now I just don't know about her vehicle and stuff like that. And all them things, I'm going to teach you a trick that it's all in our heads, right? But when you're mixing alternate realities, when you're bringing her reality into my reality, now her thoughts are becoming a part of the game once my kids leave. And even though that's how I kept my kids safe for 19 months was the second she would pick them up because I didn't like it, but I was leaving with love. I would let them leave and I would have to bless the situation and I would have to really see my kids being safe. And, you know, my kids might be safe physically, but mentally. And I didn't put that in there. And I think I kept being hit with these spells of lack and stuff every time I helped her to be like, you need to let that creation fall. And I even met spiritual people very deep people and they said you need to cut that cord because I would tell them how I was trying to team up with my ex and write coaching content because you know she was good at gaslighting me <laughs> but am I ever going to change the fact that you can you can lead a lot better right that you don't have to run into a courtroom yeah I mean after like I told her today it's been almost two years if we have to use that reality, that tool that's in place to make sure other people get the message, then we will. But I don't want to do that. So if it ever goes to a courtroom, it won't go there because of me. I'll, I'll even paint a scenario. Let's say she gets totally mad and I live in Georgia. And even though I've had the kids the whole time, it's undocumented. Even though Facebook knows all about it. What if she shows up and she takes the kids, right? Fucking takes them. Would I cry a tear? Nope. Not at all. Not even one. <laughs> I would know that in this present moment, that situation is happening exactly for a reason. And somebody's going to learn a lesson. 
And considering I've learned all my lessons, it's probably not going to be me. So I'm going to sit there. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to relax. My kids are going to be fine. They're never going to remember it. Their mom's going to get over it after whatever happens. But honestly, what would happen in that scenario would be we would end up probably in a courtroom and a judge would give me full custody plus alimony because of the way that I led the whole last two years of my life, right? I was starving and I gave her back our wedding ring. And I did that just to show God, like, look, I have faith. I don't need what, I don't need these monetary things, right? I would give her money when I didn't have it, or I would just take the kids longer. And I would always sacrifice my own safety, right? But I learned that I can't do that. I learned that I have to be responsible and I have to put the kids best interest at heart here. So unfortunately, she's not very happy with me. She's pointing fingers at me even though I've been just full-time dad and you know I'd let her know listen and I want y'all to hear this if y'all come out of a situation in your life and somebody has an awakening and they and they use that word abruptly to you right and I don't know if this will work in your experience this is happening in my experience I understand my experience is unique to every experience but you know if that person just changes completely 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 and you're watching them and their life like it might look crazy but they have a place (laughs) you know they have good friends like everything in their life has changed please look at that example and run after it so anything that breaks my heart is um her her lack of running after it when she can see it with her own two eyes but then again to be the creation waking up the creator I don't know what that is like. So I bless her every day. I'm going to keep doing what I think is right. And I think what is right right now is just me making sure the kid's vibration is where it needs to be in these crazy times of this world. But, you know, don't ever try to keep kids from anybody. Just if they are doing things like smoking cigarettes near your kids and your kids are under seven, just understand that. Yes, more than likely, if it's, a, if it's a pattern that they see every single day, they're going to pick it up when they're older. It's just that's the way the subconscious mind works. And it really makes you start to look at parenting different. <laughs> because when it comes down to your life will be the best it could be if you evolve, damn right, I'm not going to let anybody in the way of that. My kid's future is at risk here. And, um, you know, I'm going to be one of the best damn spiritual teachers on this planet because of my children. The fact that, I am such a common guy. Like, you know, I, I, I named my company New You Guru because I thought, right, I didn't have any clue of how to think about what was going on, what was going through my head back then. America's not ready for that word guru. <laughs> I got no action at all off that name. The second I turned it into Kaiser's Coaching, people were like, yo, like for real, because now people are looking at my life the way I parent right? People are looking at my life that success isn't about the money in the cars you drive. Success is about the way that people look at you, man. When y'all going to figure that out? Success is about being admired and not for an ego. Being admired just because you're, you're a good human being. You're doing it right, right? I sacrifice for my kids. See, people think that those pictures that you put on Facebook holding the beers and stuff are the pictures that other people see and go, oh, look at that. No, man, you're going to attract exactly the same exact person from from that picture. Understand that, people. 
That's the reason why even Facebook pictures come down to it, right? If you're a woman and all your pictures are half naked, then you're just going to, you're going to attract the horny guy. Now, am I saying that you can't be sexy? Hell no, I'm not saying that. I love sex. (laughs) I have one spiritual friend in my existence who is a big twin flamer into the the, the whole twin flame union. And she tried to tell me the future is going to be like sexless. I was like, you have fun over there. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, man, that's your world. Remember, we're all creating our own world. In my world, somebody's having 100 orgasms a day. Screw that. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of the people on this planet, but sex is one of the most enjoyable things that we need to be doing. So don't let that go. I don't even know how the hell I got on that. But, um, yeah, you know, people... Just live a better life. Hire a coach immediately. Um, I don't know why some of us choose to take the hard road, but I really believe that we get put in the circumstances to just be more of a badass. Like some of y'all might be listening to this podcast with a 401k with 65 grand sitting aside that could simply just hire somebody and really get into your head quickly and you'd be like, holy shit. And like within next year, your life would be just totally different when you can be like me you'd be like that guy that when you figure it out you're dead ass broke your credit just got mangled because of moving and people not telling you that there was bills still out there and oh guys it was horrible and um but still to be able to bend reality get into a luxury apartment go through eviction still have a place fall behind and come screaming out of this hole like it wasn't even there guys Possibly finding love, finding a new best friend. Um, I'm going to high five Gary V. Like I said in the beginning of this thing, yo, my neighbor shot the cover for Rolling Stones. He's friends with Gary V. Go back to the beginning of this podcast. If anybody knows Gary V. or anybody hears this, and you ever have any influence on Gary V., tell myself what's up. But I'm going to high five his ass. Watch. And that's going to be more social proof that everything you think about, every thought has energy. They can all manifest. The, the, the things that are manifesting in your lives are the things that you're choosing to think about, right? You're choosing to think about the shit, right? So how this started, this podcast started out today with me wanting to vent a little bit about what's going on in my life. And I hope it turned into a great lesson that everything that you think about will manifest at some point in time. It's how much energy are you willing to put into it? It's how much emotion are you willing to put in? Look, we always tell people it's not hard work, but it's work. See, we get tricked into the physical work of life. It's not the physical. It's the mental work, guys. That's the work that we're talking about. Like when I have, I'm going to call them clients over here getting their windows tinted, right? And we're talking and I'm life coaching them because that's what I choose to do. See, I use everything as a tool to get better at what I want to do. Right, And that's how your life should be structured now. No matter what you're doing with your life, even your hobbies, even the things you make money off of, you should be trying to master your craft at all times. At all given times. And I do. And when I talk to people, you know, um, <laughs> some people I take a little bit too deep. But, um, ah, man, I, don't, I just lost myself. This has been happening a lot since... Um, since Z came around, and it's something that used to happen a lot at the beginning, 
of my awakening so I know that we're about to go through some stuff. Um, your mind just goes blank and I can't, it's like somebody just wipes it clean. Awake people understand. Like it literally, you'll be talking about something, it'll be gone. But look, I started this because of my ex. Um, and all the things I teach don't fall off of any of it. Lead everything with love. Even if they leave you for a crackhead. Or if they leave and they end up with a crackhead. Nobody. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a kick in the balls. For me, in my experience, just because I took care of somebody for eight years. You know. But always remember again. Um, and this is me healing. You're like, you're, you're like, you're catching everybody who followed the whole thing. You, you got to see me heal the whole entire way. Um, because when I first started this podcast, I could still scream at people <laughs> and argue that way. And now I never, I'll never do that again. Um, you just got to keep healing and keep healing and keep healing. So I'll leave it with that note at this point in this process, right? I feel to the point where. I know I'm creating at all times, but, you know, I don't know when this step comes where or if anybody out there has done it. Like, look, everything I've done, guys, I'm keeping track because I want people to understand the way the process works and the way people work in a process. The most confusing part is bridging yourself with 3D. So I have experimented with everything in the 3D to see how it shifts. And my X's shifts. The biggest ones came when I just, I just took her out of my life totally. Like honestly, I took her out of my thoughts totally. Um, because, like, a beautiful spiritual person just told me recently, like, why are you going to waste your thought, your energy, on trying to make her have a better experience, right? Because look, you're going to get into that trick where you think that you have to give everybody a better experience. Uh-uh. Um, if they're causing negative. In your life, right? You have to totally just remember the trick to this game is shut off all negatives, all negative channels. So, you know, we could go back to, oh, but you just take the kids. No, that's going to create a negative, right? That, that, that's not flowing down a river. Right now, flowing down a river for me is just like detaching from it all. And I know Carla, if I just tell her, hey, get, get your shit together, detach, she'll go and hang out with her friends, she'll be fine. Um, and then, one night, she might go to bed really depressed and have an awakening and wake up the next day and go, you know what, I'm getting sober. And then when she comes here like that, then I know everything's fine. Listen, lightworkers. Um, you just have to, be, you have to be really stingy right now with your vibration with everybody. If people are coming into your experience and you're going to have to listen to their problems right now, get, get paid for it. That's all I can say and that's self-love right there. And I really believe the game comes down at, don't get me wrong, we had to be 51% active service. But, I mean, you can't take yourself out there because if you do, then you're just defeating the whole purpose of the game, right? You want the best for yourself, but you also want the best for everybody else. And sometimes everybody else has to understand that that comes with a price and it's reality. It's just energy. It's not money. Once your energy rises, people who hear this, that investment comes back screaming to you. I invested 3000 to begin with, and that turned into about sixty-eight in a year. Um, and now I'm just, it's not about money no more for me. Now I do know the vibration is energy, so now it's more about just enjoying every day in my life with my kids. And God takes care of the rest. As long as you leave, no resistance. Remember last year, guys, I was, I was pushing away tent jobs. 
right? People were calling me. Like, the universe was like, here, you're back here. You need, a, you need a bridge. Here's some money. And I was pushing away because coaching content was telling me I had to step into coaching. And I couldn't pay attention to that. Remember, all this content co-crosses and creates. So remember how this began. I was talking about now that I learned all the coaching content, all the spiritual content, all that stuff, now it's all in my head. I have to shut it off and stop learning that content. Now, what do I want to do next, right? Now I have all this content. What do I do with it? How do I get it out? Now I have to learn about distribution, right? Now I have to learn about how to carry a message. Now I have to learn about, you know, do I have to hire an agent? Do I, you know, are there managers here in Atlanta for this? You know, these are all things I have to do. But keep in mind, you don't have to stop at one thing. Yo, guys, that's coaching is one. I worked for one of the best digital marketers. That's next with coaching content, right? I want to change the curriculum for public schools. I'm going to work on that. I still want to be an actor. I'm going to go take some acting classes. You know, you can really fill your life up with beautiful things that you love to do that will all turn into hobbies that you're passionate about that will all make money. That's how you win, right? Create a life that you wake up every day. You create money doing things that really look like hobbies, but to you... You know, it's life. For me, I do podcasts, right? I talk into a phone on Facebook. Has any of it granted me any great wealth? Damn right, man. Every time one of y'all message me, there's the wealth, right? The rest of it will come. Because y'all messaging me, giving me that love, that's what raises my vibration. So please feel free to reach out as much as possible. I'm here to help you. I'll answer any questions. I'll try to fix any problems. I'll do anything for anybody, right? But just remember, if you have energy, get ready to share it because <laughs> that's the whole point, right? That's the whole point of getting to this part of the process where I'm at because then other beings help you go even further. And then when you get to my process, guess what? Now it's time for us to help you to go further. Remember, people, if we tribe up, it's just, it's a better world. That's why I use all my freaking vibe tribe. One day, soon, watch, I'm, I'm going to throw a party. I'm going to invite everybody, <laughs> If, if you can get a plane ticket, you can come, right? Because I want to celebrate life. It wasn't easy to get here, but I wouldn't change a thing, people. Every heartache I went through, and I went through thousands of them, it was worth it every step of the way. Because once you fully awaken to your higher self and you see who you are and you see what you can pull off in this world, you become unfuckable with. All right, I love y'all. Peace.